This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. Hey, this is Jack Cardi and you can kiss my arts. You're on the Kiss My Arts show with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is nearly two minutes past the hour of nine on your Monday evening. Thanks again to the World Wide Wave team for another fantastic show. Tonight on Kiss My Arts, we have a very special show. We are joined by an artist who shot to stardom alongside her brother Angus, winning five ARIA awards and two APRA awards in 2020. 10 and 2011, winning Album of the Year and Single of the Year with their hit Big Jet Plane. Angus and Julia Stone took the music world by storm with their unique blend of acoustic folk music. But Julia has stepped out on her own and has a brand new album called By the Horns. She joins us on Kiss My Arts in just a minute where we'll hear all about her new music, talk about her vintage dresses and hear all about the silence she aims to achieve in her everyday life. An interview of intimate moments as well as many hilarious stories that will have your sides splitting with laughter. So kick back, relax, fill up that glass and enjoy an hour with our very own darling of Australian folk, the lovely Julia Stone. To get the hour started, this is a track from her new album and it's called It's All OK. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. Well, hello there. This is Butterfly Boucher on Kiss My Arts with Amy, the lovely Amy. Thank you for taking the time to join us here on the Kiss My Arts show. It's a pleasure to have you both here. I've got Julia Stone and Ben. Uh, Do you have a last name, Ben? Or you just go by Ben? (laughs) (laughs) I rarely go by Ben, but uh, yeah, my last name's Edgar. So, obviously, we're here to talk about your music, which we would definitely do, but let's first talk about fashion. I believe you, on Saturday, had a uh, whole lot of vintage clothes go at Monofoma um, a sew-and-tell market. Yes. Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Were you actually there? Or? No. Because you were blank for a minute. You're like, oh, did that I know. happen? Where was the market? <laughs> was I there? <laughs> um, it was, there was a Facebook event for it. I, um, I sussed it all out. But apparently you donated um, all of the proceeds to the Bushfire Appeal in Tasmania. True story? True story. So what prompted you to do that? Um... Uh, it's pretty boring, really. I mean, I got an email that um, came from the girls who were running the market and just suggested it, and I thought it was a good idea, so said, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the whole vintage, selling the vintage dresses thing kind of came from me going into storage about three months ago, and Angus and I have storage boxes all over the world, and they are really revolting places because it's so uh, it's like the burden of life all in one place and this particular one is horrible because it's so full and um it's so full that it's even hard to kind of know what's really in there you've got to go sort of sifting through everything and it's just i mean boxes and suitcases and this has got everything from our childhood up to now because 
when mum moved out we had to kind of move all our stuff I know because parents places are the best kind of story don't they yeah, yeah you just don't don't touch my room I know and then you go oh, home and mum turn it into says, a study uh, I know that's not gonna happen. like I don't have my room anymore <laughs> what am I gonna I do know, it's devastating <laughs> um and dev- and and I guess the reason that we we actually had to go back Angus moved into a place so he could get his stuff out so I had to do the big split through the stuff and I found that I just had endless endless vintage dresses and each one I remembered I mean I'd been collecting them for years from my travels around the world and I just I think I I had this feeling like I need to let these go now I don't think that I can keep them in storage for any longer so my manager came up with the idea to have this market an incredible act of kindness to donate um the proceeds what I'm about and yeah I know I've read a lot about that um, (laughs) which leads us into the next question is that your a lot of your lyrics a lot of your music um is about the notion of the idea of kindness um which seems to be a really big part of your ethos at the moment tell us a little bit about why and how that's all come about oh it's I don't really I feel like you're talking about somebody else because I feel like I'm I can be kind and I can be good but I can also be a nightmare and I I think a lot of the times in this record in particular when I'm singing about kindness it's probably more for myself than anybody else like just to remind myself that that's a good quality to have and it's a good thing to try and practice and not just towards other people but practice towards yourself towards myself and and I feel like this last record, I put a lot of pressure on myself just, I think, because it was a difficult situation to go and, you know, work on my, not on my own, but without Angus. And I had worked with him for so many years and I was really comfortable in that situation. And and so I put this kind of like, oh, it's got to be good on my own. And, and I think that, I don't know, I just, I decided while writing the songs for this record that I guess... I was going to try and be nicer to myself and I think that's come through in some of the songs. I don't care about anybody else, really. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> random acts of kindness, I have something to give you. Oh, wow. Um, which is actually um, a present from a Melbourne hip-hop group that I interviewed on last week's show and I mentioned that we were having you coming in and he said oh my god he just stopped in his tracks and said do you have a pen yes I do have a pen and uh, he had one of his uh, CDs and he he signed it for you and he said can you please when you see Julia give her this because I absolutely adore her music so uh, here is a CD from um, hip-hop group Diafrix wow okay so that is uh, for you a little read what he's written for me I think he's hidden it inside the cover oh, somewhere. Maybe he doesn't want me to uh, read it in public. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, ooh, ooh, this is a bit saucy. <laughs> oh, so sorry. There you go. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to be boring. It just says love your music. Nothing else. Thought there might be a phone number or something. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> We've got more coming up next on Kiss My Arts. The time is 12 minutes past nine. You're on the Kiss My Arts show on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. So obviously you've gone solo, um, you've broken away from the brother-sister duo. How have you found it? Do you miss Angus? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I miss him. I I definitely, okay, well, let's, how would I say this? Sometimes I miss him, 
but most of the time I don't. I mean, we've spent so mm-hmm. many years yeah. together and we both really wanted this change and um, certainly there's been challenges that have come with it, but no more or less challenges than there were making music and touring with Angus you know we we had to deal with a lot of stuff just being on the road together all the time and being brother and sister and uh, trying to find a way to be you know I guess kind to each other and good to each other which is hard with family because you really you can yeah you can really get at each other in ways that other people can't and um, and we did a great job of working through stuff and I was really, I look back and I think how lucky I am that I have a brother like him and cause he, yeah, he's so special and so cool. And, um, but yeah, this year has been more about collaborating with other musicians and having random occasional chat stangers on the phone to fill him in on what's going on and hear about his adventures and, and that's been really nice having that space. Yeah. And I think now it's more like it's more possible that we'd work together again. Is that uh, in the plans for the future? Or? You know, it's kind of maybe possibly in the plans. Watch this space kind of thing? Watch this space.com. Yeah. We are here to talk about your music uh-huh. and um, your incredible new album. Congratulations, by the way. It is such a well-orchestrated and um, cleverly constructed piece of art. The songs obviously have such a unique story to each of them. They're, they're little poems in themselves, I feel. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the backstory to some of the songs? <laughs> Apparently there's one that came to you after a dream of profound loss. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, that was, um, I, I guess everybody has pretty times in their life where they have vivid dreams and then maybe they don't dream at all for a block of time and I don't think I'd been dreaming very much and then I had this really clear dream one night um uh it was in Perth and I remember the hotel and I I remember waking up in tears after having been at the deathbed of my um my life partner I guess I I don't know how else to describe it it was like we were both old I was old in the dream I knew I was old and it was I guess we were in our 80s or something and he was passing on and I was next to the bed with him and it was so real it was so clear to me that I was going to have to face this you know at some point like such a one of those really vivid yeah very realistic and he was so cool I loved him so much and he was really chilled and he's just going He's like he just kept saying it's all okay, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be fine and you're gonna be fine and I was so desperately sad about it that I couldn't even hear what he was saying really in the dream. I mean this is all I'm talking about now in retrospect. In the dream I was just a blethering mess. Um and, and so you woke up at two AM or whatever it was and probably more like nine thirty ish. In the evening or in the morning. <laughs> in the morning. Um maybe more like midday. Um and <laughs> those early morning like dreams when you're kind of in between are the worst ones. Yeah, I think they're the they're most very vivid. vivid, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you kind of woken up and then you go back to sleep for an hour exactly. or two and that's when it gets really And freaky. you're really hot and so yeah. you start having those really strange dreams. Yeah, like yeah. lights coming out of your mouth or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then go in the throat. <laughs> I, I have yeah. Or... Are these actual dreams that you've had? Yeah. You definitely. should write some songs about those ones. Yeah, uh, I, Angus has album. already written a song about the mango. Ah. So. 
but Mango in the Throat could be a little bit more catchy, probably. Could be, could be. More of a radio hit. I'm hearing a bit of a banjo lick (laughs) or something. Ben's onto it. (laughs) So that was um, the line that ties me. That's right, yeah. So I woke up and wrote that song from that dream. Break Apart, um, inspired by a friend's film script. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, you've done your research. I have done my research. Very good. Um, I was living in LA and a friend of mine who's a really great director and scriptwriter. He was working on a film and he sent me the script and said, um, basically I think he sent me the script just to read it and I read the script and I thought it was really moving and I wrote this song just after having read the script and the script was about, I guess it's going to come out soon or maybe the film is out. It's a film about a little girl who's watching her parents um, her parents break up. It's a film with Steve Coogan and Julianne Moore. Was it um, in LA where you met your producer? I met Thomas actually New in New York. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was playing piano for Martha Wainwright. Martha Wainwright. Yeah. She was doing the Edith Piaf cover show that she does, which is incredible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I went down to watch her do that. And he was in the band and I was just mesmerised by him. Like he's really a phenomenal performer and musician and um, I didn't meet him that night. I just asked Brad, the bass player in the band, who he was and what's his name. And can I have his number? Yeah, can I have his number? <laughs> and is he single? <laughs> no, I didn't really. Well, I did, but um, and then yeah, six months later, we he was at a festival outside of London called Latitude that Angus and I were playing, and the National were playing, and he was there getting up with those guys and he knows our drummer so he came backstage randomly to say hi to Maddie and I was like the full fan oh my god I love your music and la, la, la. And, um, and we just hung out that night we we became good friends that night just went out drinking and dancing and he took me to the gig to watch the National which was the first time I'd seen them perform incredible band really good mm. it was such a good set they were so good live and um, and then it was, I guess, again, another six or seven months later that I told him about all these songs and he Because you were actually starting to write songs whilst you were on tour for your... Which ended up on the new album, Yeah, right? it wasn't so particularly for this record. It was just writing. Writing and, and yeah. yeah. And then eventually I decided I wanted to make it as a body of work and Thomas, you know, wanted to get involved as well. So it was, it was really good. It was all, you know... What's that a bit word? fortuitous. Yeah. yeah. Like fate. Universal kind timing. Of. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of the national, I believe um, that Brett actually plays drums on your album yeah. a little bit in a couple of songs. He does. He plays on Justine and... I'm here, I'm not here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, which was, it was really cool. It happened really randomly where Ray, who plays on the other tracks... He had to go back to Louisville where he's from and we needed a drummer and Thomas just checked if he was in town and he was, which was really exciting because I love their music and and it's always nice when you get to work with musicians that you're really inspired by. And he was a great guy, lovely. What are you going to play for us? Well, we're actually going to play Blood Buzz Ohio, so it works out. Ah, fantastic. Work, 
perfect That was segue. a good little segue. <laughs> it was uh, fortuitously planned. <laughs> and as Julia has just mentioned, uh, the song that she's about to play for us is called Blood Buzz Ohio. Uh, now, Blood Buzz Ohio is actually a cover from the band The National. And as we've just pointed out, um, The National actually, um, Brett from The National performs drums on a couple of tracks on Julia's new album. Uh, on the original, uh, Matt uh, Matt's trademark, grav- trademark gravelly voice groans over thickly layered reverb. But in Julia's rendition, which has made it onto her latest album, she transforms this haunting gem into a quiet, charming number without removing the deep passion that shines through on the original version. And we're very excited to have Julia, Julia performing this song for us live right here on Kiss My Arts. So take it away.
Thank you so much. That was Julia Stone performing Blood Buzz Ohio, and that is from her latest album, which is called By the Horn. Stay tuned because coming up, we've got more from Julia. And if you want to text in your love letters to her, you can do that on 0427 Joy 949. Stay tuned. You're in Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. Hi, this is JD Sampson, and you're listening to Kiss My Arts on Joy 94.9. You are indeed on the Kiss My Arts show with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is 28 minutes past nine on your Monday evening. Tonight on Kiss My Arts, we are joined by an artist who shot to stardom alongside her brother Angus, winning five ARIA awards and two APRA awards in 2010 and 2011. Winning Album of the Year and Single of the Year for their huge hit, Big Jet Plane. Angus and Julia Stone took the music world by storm with their unique blend of acoustic, folk, bluesy style of music. But Julia has stepped out on her own and has a brand new album, her second studio album since stepping out on her own. It's called By the Horns. Julia joins us tonight on Kiss My Arts. It's an absolute pleasure to have her here. If you'd like to send a holler. Text in on 0427 JOY949. If you run out of credit, you can email us at onair at joy.org.au. We're about to hear all about Julia's latest music videos and we've posted them to our Facebook page so you can take a look during the show and check them out to know exactly what we're talking about. If you want to check them out, head to facebook.com forward slash joy kiss my arts and why not like us while you're there so you can stay in the loop about what's going on in the kiss my arts world. Just a heads up, next week on the show we have the presets joining us so keep your Monday night free next week to tune in for that. So back to the lovely Julia. Let's quickly um, jump over to your video. Now you've got a couple that I've um, had a look at that are up on your website. Um, There's one for Justine that is um, such a beautiful quite simple yet quite exquisitely beautiful and there's this man in the um, in the film uh, who is he? Because he, he's very um, intriguing. Yeah, he mm. is intriguing. He's um, a lovely actor by the name of Quinton Aaron. And he, yeah, he's a really special guy, actually. Um, we were really lucky because we, we kind of wanted to make this video and make it kind of quickly. It's always the way, I guess, you know, it's going to be this song going to radio and then it's like oh we need a video and we need it next week and so um I have a really good friend Jesse Hill who has directed all the videos pretty much except for it's all okay for this album and she um just works magic she started pulling together a team to shoot this and came up with the idea of making this kind of very beautiful but slightly obscure love story you know visually wanted it to be interesting and she didn't know exactly how but somebody who was gonna um being in contrast to me you know in the footage and originally she was thinking she'd love to get um you know like somebody maybe even a midget or you know so that our heights were really different on the screen 
Anyway, she put the word out because we wanted to shoot it because the song's about wanting to live in California. So we wanted to shoot it down in Venice and Santa Monica, put the word out to our friends in L.A. Some of them are casting agents and stuff like that and just to look for somebody that was really tall and... Um, Which he is. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's six <laughs> foot eight. Tell. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. crazy. It's like, yeah, and, and he's a big fella as well. He's not just tall. He's like, you know, he's bulky and... Um, Anyway, yeah, Quinton had heard about the project through a roommate of his who was a fan of Angus and my music and said, you have to do this thing. And Quinton's like a kind of a big film star at the moment in California because he worked on this film with Sandra Bullock and he got, you know, a lot of, um, I guess, a lot of people knowing about him from that. So it's, you know, it's pretty unusual that somebody like him would get involved in a low budget with a week's notice with a week's notice (laughs) exactly but his roommate was really adamant that he had to do it because um Byron his roommate who I met who's lovely wanted to come down and be you know be there and (laughs) so um so yeah Quentin and I met up as soon as I got to LA the next week and really liked each other and you know and I always get a bit nervous about doing videos with other actors because they're that's their profession and but he was really humble and sweet and great and made it easy for me. So Yeah, and the video comes across as being very natural and very organic. So there's obviously a connection between Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty um I'm pretty emotional anyway, so I can I can find if somebody's good at what they do and they can pretend to love me I can totally I don't pretend though I'm like oh god did you get his number <laughs> did actually ah. and um yeah work and work and pleasure keep them separate yeah totally <laughs> um another video that I was fascinated by was um by the the video to accompany by the horns um you're in this kind of like gondola style of boat with flickering candlelight and this crazy little horned creature I don't mm. even know what to call it um Tell us about that because it's quite different. Yeah, well, again, that was the same director and she's really, she's amazing. She's got a very magical mind. Mm, and it's very fantastical, that, yeah. that video. And her, her, her head kind of, when she first listened to the record, she would have been one of the first people to hear the record before it was even finished. And so she'd known about the songs for a while and she's a really dear friend of mine and, and was listening to this and from the beginning hearing this song had this idea that it would be really cool to have a creature that was it was like I had somehow turned him into this you know little monster because of what he'd done you know because the song's all about this man you know or woman or whatever you know kind of being unfaithful and um and yeah and so she wanted it to be a bit more fantastical than some than a very direct story about you know me and this guy having a fight and I can't believe you've done that that I've I live in this other planet where I have the magical powers of if you um if you do wrong by me I'll turn you into turn a you goblin. Into <laughs> what what is this is does it have a name the creature or is it Well his of... name's Charlie actually. Oh. He's a little animatronic. He's amazing actually. The guy who made him Robert, he builds animatronic creatures um also out of LA for films and and wow. Jesse the director met up with him and and 
you know, music videos are always such a, you know, it's such a struggle because it's always low budget and making an animatronic creature is not um, inexpensive, but she has this way of just telling the story, what it's going to be, and people want to be involved in the project. And he basically built it for free and flew to, we shot it in Indonesia, and he flew over to be there and be there with the creature. And this guy is amazing. I mean, animatronic creators, they're a special kind of person. They live Mm -hmm. and work with these things and they bring them to life. And when they're finally born, they give them a name. So he named Charlie. (laughs) Charlie. And he made Charlie's voice as well. So you can't hear it in there, but he would, he's such a quirky dude. You know, he'd have the little remote control and he'd be going, Charlie's been on a plane, you know, making these voices. And so you're all... going to bring Charlie on tour with you? I'd love to, but he's so heavy. Oh, yeah. How do you think he take... would um, go with the heavenly sounds too? Do you think he would, um, you know, the acoustics would pr- project his... Well, he hasn't got a voice without Robert. Ah. So without Robert, he's silent, he's mute. So oh, no. So boring, actually. <laughs> if you want to like... check out these um, videos, they're on your website, which is um, just juliastonemusic.com? I think so, No, yeah. .au, I don't think. Nope, just right. the .com. Um, so they're keep all it international, keep you know. it international, totally. <laughs> you don't want to lock yourself into any one certain place. <laughs> um, we obviously um, we've just mentioned the um, the Heavenly Sounds tour, which is coming up very very soon um, in February. Uh, this is the first one off the um, cab off the rank for 2013. Mm. Um, I actually um, chatted with Lisa Mitchell last year when um, when she was doing the Heavenly Sounds tour um, and said what a fantastic uh, tour it was. Um, how are you feeling about it? Are you Have you performed a lot of churches before or is this something a bit new and different? I have performed in a lot of churches, actually. I guess maybe not in this country, but like Europe's yeah, probably got a lot yeah, of cathedrals. Yeah, Europe and Scotland. I don't know why there's a few in Scotland that we've played a few times and there's a really nice one. Where is it? Was it Cologne? or There's a church there that we've done a few shows at. It's really beautiful. They've just, in Europe, I guess, they've got more of them and I haven't really, I don't think I've ever done one in Australia in a church but um, I'm really excited to do it because the acoustics in the church are pretty magical. So you are passing through Melbourne for our, all us Melburnians um, at St Michael's Church, which is in uh, Collins Street. Yeah. And that will be on Wednesday, the 20th of Feb. So um, get your tickets for that. If there's any left, they're probably sold out by now. I don't know. I'm not sure. I either. assume they would have gone like that. But have a have a look, um, heavenlysounds.com.au to find out all the information about the Heavenly Sounds Tour. I believe you're also going to Sydney. Brisbane, Perth, and Adelaide. And, Adelaide. Yeah. and Hobart. So. And Hobart. Oh, oh, good on oh, you, eh? Go Hobart. I'm pretty sure I said that. We're going to Hobart. Yeah. yeah, it's very nice of you. Oh, you can't forget for Hobart. Go Tasmania. <laughs> Ah, oh, good old Tasmania. Uh, before we uh, take a break, we've had a couple of text messages come through. We've got one from Karen. Hiya, up your arts. Like it. Thanks a lot. Uh, done. Brilliant treat with Julia Stone. Uh, I like the inspiration of kindness and love. Usually I'm not a fan of my long drive home, but tonight it's not a problem. Great album. Thank you. And thank you, Karen, for texting in uh, your lovely... Love letters, warm wishes. Uh, we have one from, um, 
Oh, from Gorgeous in South Yarra. Uh, he says, uh, Julia, my relatives in Greece adore your songs. <laughs> well, there you go. Thanks for that. If you want to send in uh, your thoughts, 0427 JOY949. And again, if you've run out of credit, you can also email us at onair at joy.org.au. Stay tuned. We've got more from Julia right after this. JOY94.9. You're on the Kiss My Art show with Amy on Joy 94.9. Uh, I like the, um, what did Karen say in the text message that she just sent through? Up your arts, I think. Yes, I like it. You're on the Up My Art show. Uh, the time is 20 minutes to the hour of 10 on your Monday. And we, um, we are joined in the studio tonight by an artist who shot to stardom alongside her brother Angus, winning five ARIA awards and two APRA awards in 2020. 10 and 2011 winning not only album of the year but also single of the year with their huge hit big jet plane and I'm sure you all remember that one but Julia has stepped out on her own and has a brand new album her second studio album which is called by the horns Julia joins us tonight on Kiss My Arts. If you'd like to send a big holler, a text, you can do that on 0427JOY949. We'd love to hear what you have to say and you can also email us at onair at joy.org.au. Julia's back in Melbourne very soon for the Heavenly Sounds Tour, which is a tour around cathedrals of the country. And she'll be heading through Melbourne on Wednesday, the 20th of February, and will be at St. Michael's Church in Collins Street in the city. So uh, head to heavenlysounds.com.au. That's heavenlysounds.com.au for all the info on that. I believe you're doing something slightly different for this tour in that you're rearranging some of your songs, um, stripping them back a little bit, but also I hear that there may be some brass arrangements. Is that true? Yes. Yes, it is true. And I also Um, hear that you used to play trumpet in big band at school. I did play in the big band at school. There you go. My dad says I was first trumpet, but I wasn't. I was (laughs) definitely third. Like my dad has this amazing way of turning everything I did into this, you know, like golden memory. And, and I love it. I think it's really sweet, but sometimes it's so delusional. It's dad, I, I was never going to be a professional soccer player, but he tells people I was. Julia could have gone pro. If she didn't do music, I mean, she really could have been a professional soccer player. And I think, I think I got man of the match once. (laughs) I was going to say, did you actually play soccer? Is that what he's talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, that moment. Yes, yes. It's nice. I mean, it's better than him turning the memories into, you know, that I was debaucherous or something. But, um, but they've all those memories have been hidden away. There's just the in the boxes ones. in storage. That's it. They're all in there. All the drunk nights and the <laughs> sneaking through the window, they're gone. But anyway, um, I did play trumpet through high school. I played in orchestras as well, so it was like classical and jazz. And I was always third or fourth trumpet, and I still play trumpet now. And I have been you know, for the last five years touring with Angus playing it, but I only ever really play it a couple of times in the set. So this will be um, this will be nice because I've got two other trumpet players in the band and those guys are proper trumpet players. I mean, they've been... This really is Ross from the Cat Empire. Yeah, and this is Ross and Ed Fairley, 
who um, both of those guys. I think they've studied together. Maybe they're both. Yeah, at VCA they were there. They were oh there really? The time, yeah. Oh down yep. here, right? Serious business. Wow. VCA. Ooh, that's fun. Coming with the big boys. <laughs> <laughs> so are you playing our uh, third trumpet again? No, I I actually have the power to be first. Ah, for the first your time dad would be life. proud. Yeah, I can actually. He can authentically say that I am first trumpet now, um, but. Fortunately, those guys are very kind and they've written the first trumpet part really low. <laughs> so it actually says first, but it sounds like the. <laughs> um, so Ross is actually a bit of an arranger, I believe, as well, and has done, um, you know, as you've just mentioned, some of these um, these brass arrangements. So um, so that's pretty special and a bit, a bit different. I think it'll be really special. I think particularly because it is in that sort of environment where the acoustics are so special and for voices and for horns and strings and instruments like that where it just resonates and travels around the room and um, and Ed is also a composer and he's written a really beautiful hymn for us to play on the oh, trumpets wow. which will kind of start off and then we'll sing the same song and you know, everybody as well that is on tour with me, Ben included, their boys all sing really beautifully. So it'll be more of a vocal kind of wind-horned um, night. Which will be absolutely beautiful in those yeah, acoustics. it's really yeah. nice. We still have a bit of drums and bass at some moments in the set, but I, I've really stripped it back, so it's it's more focused around the higher end of the music. Which must be nice after the kind of craziness of the touring last year and the extended band and everything. Are you you're looking forward to just breaking it down a little bit for the tour? Or? Yeah, I, I've loved playing um, the shows this year and... Um, I really love playing electric guitar and, you know, rocking out a bit more, mm. which was, again, another change from how Angus and I were playing the shows. Um, but I think stripping it back is always nice. It's really peaceful and it's, it's nice to strip stripping it back. It back. And yeah. it's good. These guys are really good friends and it'll be nice we'll be able to enjoy the the events. <laughs> so that's um, heavenlysounds.com.au to find that all the information about that. Now, um, this is a question that uh, most people probably hate and me included to be asked what's coming up in the future because God knows what is coming up in the future and plans always change. But um, do you have anything that you can share with us? Um, Are you playing an Australian tennis? Yeah, this weekend. I'm not sure where, if it's on the court or how. Have you ever played one of these things? I haven't. But Sounds very cool. You're, you're outside one of the arenas playing. Oh, yeah. okay, right. So they have like the bars and the restaurant y kind yeah. of stuff. And then you're you facing play. the sun, apparently. Some friends of mine did it last nice. year. They said they were just baking. The oh, instruments were God. roasting. They were roasting. That's uh, like 40 degree not day. Cool. Not ideal. I don't like wearing sunglasses. And sunblock. And sunblock. Yeah. yeah. A bit greasy. Strings yeah. get all lubed up. Oh, oh see, it no, sounds romantic to say you're playing at the tennis and you think, oh, in actual reality. Yeah, because the sun doesn't set until nine or something, so it's probably going to be unbelievable. Unbelievable. Something to look forward to. Yeah, so if well, you the tennis, the list. I'm not looking forward to that anymore. <laughs> but you are looking forward to. I believe you're actually moving house and moving in with a friend, yeah, and Matt, finally can get stuff out of storage. Maybe first home. Yeah, I'm really excited actually, and I'm excited because storage is getting emptied out. It's almost empty. A lot of stuff has gone up to Angus's farm, and um, and I've got this little place in Laurel Canyon in LA that I'm moving in with a friend and. 
it's so cool it's this beautiful old hunting cabin and it's right at the bottom of the canyon so you look out over LA and it's really special so I'm excited I'm really so that's happening soon I move after I play West Coast Blues Fest I think and so that's like end of Feb March March, something like that yeah end of March and then I think Maybe I come back to Melbourne for something and then I go, yeah, I don't know. It's on the iCal. (laughs) (laughs) You were saying also maybe um, a trip back to India and maybe a bit of silent retreat time to... um, Possibly. I want to do silent retreat in life. Like I don't want to go on Vipassana or something. I'd like to do... How does that work? Well, I don't know yet actually, but I was on the Qantas flight the other day and I'm looking through the magazine and there's this guy and he looks really familiar and I'm looking at him going, I know this person, I know this guy, I don't know how I know him. And it's got a hundred things to do before I die. This is the article and it's all about this guy who's written this list and I start reading the article from Sydney's Northern Beaches, um, you know, and it's all about from where I grew up and, and this is a friend of mine from school. He's become this kind of big internet sensation because a friend of his passed away when he was quite young and he decided he had to do everything right away before it was too late you know because life passes you by and you don't do these things a bit like the bucket list which apparently he hates it being called but um one of the things on his list which I saw on the plane was to be to be quiet for three days in New York and um he did that and I thought that was a really great thing because I know about Vipassana and I've always wanted to do that where you go away for 10 days and you're dead silent for 10 days and you don't read, you don't write, you just meditate for 10 days. And I think in a way, I mean, that would be very difficult for me, for sure, because as you can hear, I talk a lot. Um, But I thought it would be even more difficult and more maybe, I don't know, exciting and challenging to do that within the realm of just normal living. Not for 10 days, I don't think I could do it, but I'm going to try this year for three days of silence amongst the madness of living. One last question. Amongst all the hustle and bustle of of the music industry and life in general, what would be the most important thing for you in your music Mm. to achieve in your music? finish with a deep one yeah (laughs) I'm trying to think of like a not deep way to answer it because sometimes I hate the um like the way I'll go and be corny you know you want to go yeah I'll just do it I'll just do it as long as you you know it doesn't turn into some they did this mashup at the APRA awards a couple of years ago of artists talking about what it is to write a song what it means to write a song and thank god Angus and I were away when they did the shooting of the video footage because People were in hysterics. I mean, it turned into a comedy and the guys from Chaser had put it together and they'd done Uh, it on purpose to take the piss out of artists taking themselves so seriously. Like, you know, to write a song is just... Expressing, you know, I just feel connected to Mother Nature and, you know, to feel that and channel that and share that with the world. I think Triple J pulled something from an interview and looped like three words that I said and made it into not a song, but one of those, you know, mashup... Oh, wow. Um, promo things. and Oh, yeah. yeah. It was obviously taking a piss and it didn't sound good. It was, um, <gasps> I think it was because I, I had just come back from being a long time in America and I sounded very American in my accent, which happens. I am one yeah, of those yeah. very... Gentle. It means you're a good musician because you've got a good ear and then yeah. you pick up on the accents. That's but my that's theory. That's a nice way to say mm. it. Thank you. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad thing, but people get really... Um, 
upset well, about like it. Well, like she's being a traitor to her country yeah, and all yeah, this kind of stuff. Yeah, my dad gets really upset about oh, it. Oh, really? Don't turn into a bloody yank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to loop that one around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to turn it into a beat and turn it into a song. It'll be a hit. It'll be a hit. Don't turn into a bloody yank. 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 Thank you both, Ben and Julia, so much for joining us um, tonight on the show. Thank you both very no much um, for, for joining us and for, um, you know, enlightening us and sharing all of your wonderful stories. All the best for the tennis. Thank you. Um, take lots of sunscreen and um, also all the best for the Heavenly Sounds Tour and um, for the silence that you will experience in 2013. Joy 94.9. Hello, Tientiasen on Kiss My Heart Show. On Joy 94.9. You're on the Kiss My Heart Show with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is seven minutes to the hour of ten. Before we um, wrap it up, have you got another song you would like to play? Yes, we are going to play um, the song By the Horns. Which Excellent. This is, um, we're talking about the video to this one before. So um, head to juliestonemusic.com to uh, watch the video as you listen to the song or something. <laughs> but before we jump into the song, a big thanks to you, our dedicated Kiss My Arts listeners. It's always so wonderful to get your texts and to bring you the latest in new music each week. Next week we have the presets joining us so make sure you clear your schedule to tune in next Monday from 9pm. Up next we have the boys from the Cubby House who will take you through till 10 We'll leave you in the capable hands of Julia Stone and the wonderful Ben Edgar on guitar with the song By the Horns. And this is the title track of Julia Stone's latest album. It's been an absolute pleasure having her on the show. And don't forget to head to juliastonemusic.com to check out uh, all the videos that we've talked about tonight. We've also posted them to our Facebook page, which you can uh, get to through joy.org.au and follow the links to uh, Kiss My Arts. Or you can also go to facebook.com forward slash Kiss My Arts and check it all out there and don't forget to like us there whilst you're on on the old Facebook so you can stay uh, in tune with what's going on in the uh, Kiss My Arts world. I'm going to leave you now with uh, In the Lovely Hands of Julia Stone and Ben, uh, which uh, we're going to hear by the horns. Take it away, guys. Colorful, some people they lose, some people.
Another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.